Okay. Hi, everybody. Shalom Aleichem. I apologize if... Uh, um, I may have to take a call or two right now, just because the, the, there are a lot of shilas that are coming in every few seconds. So I'm, I'm just, I apologize in advance. I'm sure you understand. Um, I first want to give koyach and strength to our, our, our precious chavr that have children that are out there fighting for Am Yisrael right now. That's more, more important probably than anything I want to share right now. Some of you are here right now. So this is like... Uh, this is a time of, uh, if everyone could please also mute your, uh, if everyone can mute your own uh, speakers, I'd appreciate it on the Zoom. Um, so we're just sending so much, sending, we are, we are giving so much love and chizuk to the families that uh, they need, they, this is what it's for us, the ones that are not on the front lines, that's what we're here for. All right, that's what we're here for. Um, You all, yeah, you have know me that I'm not, uh, I'm, I've never been politically correct, I'm not politically, it's not just today I'm not politically correct, I'm, I'm not, I can't, uh, it's not that, it's the one thing I, I never really was able to, Baruch uh, Hashem, achieve, uh, you know, and get to. Um, usually when you say that you're going to hear words of chizuk, you know, so people think, uh, you know, we'll get koyach to keep on going and v'chulei. And I think we're all going to keep on going. The question is how and towards what are we going to keep on going? We've become so, um, in a beautiful way, we've become so accustomed in our generation to work so hard on the, ra- on the I just spoke about this on Shabbos Agado, on raising the awareness of mental health. And um, there's no stira to anything that we said then to what we're going to share right now. Um, because just being able to be a, a, a mentally healthy people, there's no steer between that and being a, a, a people that understand what's going on right now. And knowledge over here is a lot of strength. Now, most of us, if not everyone in this room, uh, never went through thing, what we're going through right now. Remember about 20, literally about 24 hours ago, I stood right here and I told the Chevra before Mayrev, listen, we're going to go, we're going to be turning on our phone soon, and we're going to see that, you know, there's numbers we never saw before. And I said 40. I don't know who was here, I said 40. So, I want to explain a little bit, I'll pee the times, as the Alter Rebbe always tells us, that no matter what is going on in the world, you always have to look at the parsha to understand what's going on in the Metzius right now. Anyone that tells you, listen, we've been through worse, just walk away from that conversation. Don't continue talking to a person like that out of love and respect. These are not conversations we engage in. Any type of conversation like that, no, you... You Americans, you don't understand. We've been through more. We've never. It's never been like this on the first day. So, there is what we have to own up to, this thing. It's called choshech. Okay? This is choshech. 
We were screaming, and we meant it from the bottom of our hearts. But none of us really understand what that means about a roa of a gzardin. We don't really understand these words. Now, again, most of us that are in this room came to Eretz Yisrael already at an age, I'm saying the rov, that's already older than the age of the military age. So this mindset that we don't have, we have to kind of lead gayes a little bit and understand what choshech means. All right? But I'm going to do this all in the context of the parsha, with the few minutes that we have. I'll try. Again, I, if I have to pause for a second, just mochel me. And obviously, if there's a siren, we'll, 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 uh, we'll go into the mamad. Choshech al tehom is the pasuk that we have in our, in the beginning of Bereshit that we're reading, that we're leaning to, that with the parsha, the, the sedra, the mavir sedra, today is choshech al tehom. Chavra on Zoom, please, if you don't mind, to please put your... your no, not to be muting me, but to be muting... I think I'm muted now. Okay, we'll figure this out. Unmute. If everyone else, if everyone else can mute themselves, it'd be, it'd be great, just for whoever's on right now. Choshech al Pnei Tehom is the pasuk that we're speaking about, of course. And Choshech HaPnei Tehom, Chazal already tell us right then, they speak about the different types of Galiyot that Am Yisrael is going to go through. Already in the creation of the world. It's not something that like, happened to be, that humanity messed up, and therefore we have these, and therefore we have these Enyanim. It seems that Choshech HaPnei Tehom is the way that Hashem designed the world. It's the way Hashem designed the world. Elamai, what are the next few psukim? That is, the spirit of Hashem is hovering over the waters. And the Midrash tells us, What is the Ruach Elokim? I've said it here so many times. The, the spirit that's hovering over the waters that comes after the words that speak about Choshech al Tehom is already Mashiach is introduced right then and there. Right then and there. Right as we speak about Choshech HaPnei Tehom, and that's, that's harsh. Due to a lot of our Western upbringing, we kind of have, we have a lot of built-in filters that for, for right or wrong reasons, we don't really understand what to do with it, and for the sake of being, staying healthy and being, you know, holy, whatever that means, we kind of we say, okay, that, that exists. Let's just get to Veruach Elohim and Achavet Al-Pnei Let's just get to the other words of the Pasuk, that the Spirit of Hashem, the Spirit of God hovers uh, uh, over the face of the earth and on the waters, and that's the Ruach of Melech HaMashiach. Elamai. The Seder of the Bria is not Veruach Elohim Erachifet Al Pnei Amayim Vechoshech Al Pnei Tehom. That's not what the Pasuk says. The Pasuk says the other way. Now you and I think, if you'd ask me, when did Am Yisrael already go through Vechoshech Al Pnei Tehom? Anyone with an ounce of a Seichel would say, what are you kidding me? 1939. Not only that, his merit should protect Al Am Yisrael today more than ever. He writes 
as you all know, and we learned this as well, I'm just repeating a lot of stuff we've already learned already, that as he's writing in the ghetto about how atrocities like these, he writes this in 1939, atrocities like the ones we're seeing now have not happened since Bayit Chorban Bayit Sheni. He does a tikkun, he does an edit two years later, in the, in the, I think three years later, sorry. He does an edit to his own writings. And he said, I know a few years ago I wrote atrocities like these have not been seen here since Chorban Bayit Sheni. He's saying this is much worse than Chorban Bayit Sheni. He writes, so you tell me that happened already, Nachon. But in each door, in each door that we're seeing now, in Tol, there's Choshech HaPnei Tahom. Our illness of this door, and within it, beautiful, well-intentioned Jewish people and Jewish leaders, is that we worship an idol of Avodah Zarah that's called politically correctness. It's an idol. It's the Avodah Zarah of this door. It's the Hastara Shebetoch Hastara. It's the Choshech of all Choshech. It's one of the greatest pieces of darkness that we still have, have not figured out how to ask Hashem for enough Rahmanas to wake us up because it hurts to be woken up. It's, look at us right now. We're not waking up. I know you all feel dead today. You're probably more alive today than you've ever been. Even though we feel dead. Who ate today? Who slept last night? And yet, you're probably more alive today than you've been in your whole life. Ever. And that is because looking at Choshech in the eye is a sign of being alive. And coming up with all the terutzim, that we have to be happy with what we have and be filled with gratitude and all these beautiful, sweet stuff that keep on saying, ah, the cancer's there, but don't worry, it'll just go away on its own. Lubavitch Rebbe said it better than anyone else that the greatest sign of a sick person is someone who doesn't want to admit that they're sick. That's the greatest one. I could give you all these pep chizuk talks all day long, not these, the other ones. I'm never going to. I give, you a bra- give me a bracha that I never fall into that trap. It's not what this show is built for. It's not what Eretz Yisrael is built for. But I do want to say something that needs to be listened. You need to hear what I'm saying now. And this should give you real chizuk. Okay? It's brought down in the Svarim by the Mekubalim that any Jew that dies or gets killed, Al-Kiddush Hashem, feels zero pain b'sha'as hashmada. They do not sense, they don't feel anything. It's, uh, the atrocities affect us uh, infinitely more than whatever that neshama goes through in this world. Now, the Svarim say, this is, this is, these are like the, eight, the, the older Sifrei Mekubalim that we don't talk about so much. But they say that each person in this Gilgul, in order to do a Tikkun and not have to come back, has to be willing to die Al-Kiddush Hashem once in their life. Some have to actually do that. And we're seeing hundreds in the last 24 hours. I guess by now it's a bit more. 
30 hours, much because 34 hours. But what about those of us that that's not our, this is not what we're, we signed up for. We're not, that's not, we don't wish that upon anyone in the world. That's not an enemy of Am Yisrael. So those of us that are sitting here right now, our chizuk is Hashem is Baruch, at all costs, my Mercedes nefesh is, I'm willing to wake up and call out choshech for what it is. For what it is. What we're seeing right now is no surprise to the billions of Arabs, that, Muslims that exist in the world. The sickness is that it's still a little shocking for Jews that just went through enough tsaras and they just don't want to believe that this kind of choshech could still exist. But it's no shock. Zelo, zelo afta'a. At all. So to be willing to go through Mesir, for some people they'd rather say, I'd rather not look at Choshech in the eye. I'll just go about with my life. And in the panemius of things, then the way it seems, the Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying, all right, so you have to come back again. None of us want to come back again. None of us. My Rosh Hashiva said, he said that um, he was very active in B'nai Akiva in the 50s and 60s in, in New York. Uh, and in fact, he was, a, I think he was a, a chanich of a, a very uh, unfortunate prophet, as I like to call him. You know who I'm talking about, right? The unfortunate prophet? You know who I'm talking about. Where's Ari Gantavnik? Who am I talking about? Ed Meir Kahana. He was his chanich in Bnei Akiva. Rav Bravinder said the one thing that the chaver from the Sochnut that didn't tell them, didn't talk to them about before making Aliyah was that there are also non-Jews in Eretz Yisrael and how to deal with them and how to how to interact with them. It's like the one thing they didn't mention when they spoke about Aliyah coming to Eretz Yisrael. And the truth is, is that there is, what are you going to say? How are you going to explain this to someone? Speaking to Olim today that made Aliyah in the last few months, you know, trying to understand, hear from them what, what this experience is like. And even those of us that have been here for years, again, like unprecedented, things we've never been through before. Chavra, I know some of the Chavra yeah, we just have to admit, no one understands, no one knows what the right pe'ilut right now should be for all ages. Because there is no such thing, and there should never, God forbid, be such a thing right now. But we're not yet at And you've heard me say this so many times, that that whole concept of, no, no, the ge'ul is here, we just have to open our eyes. Did anyone open their eyes on their screens today? You want to tell me the ge'ul is here? Chizuk is waking up. It's not just pep talks of feeling better. Chizuk is calling Choshech out for what it is. That should give us strength. That should make us feel more aligned with this man that we're in right now. With this time that we're in right now. To put it just as simple as possible. 
usually there's a, there's a, there's a, you know what this period is usually called in Israeli society? Acharei Achagim. Did anyone even think about that, that, that word today? That's usually the, the it's like what everyone says today. Ah, Achshav, Acharei Achagim. Has anyone thought about that today? Acharei Achagim. And as we're sitting here, blocks away from a family whose lives are torn apart forever, and when we say, may the family have a nechama, let's just talk about that for a second, to be real. So I'm very careful when I go to shiva houses for people that are killed, God forbid, I'm very careful with when telling them you should be consoled. Or, you, know, you have to be very careful with the kavana of what you're saying. Because it's the politically correct thing to say they should have a nechama. But the soul is screaming out to our mouths as we say these words and saying, what exactly do you mean when you say they should have a nechama? Just like today, the powers, the forces on the front lines, Mitzidenu, sitting in the Pikud, giving instructions that we're winning a war. We're at a war if we defined who the enemy is and what a victory is. The morale of Am Yisrael right now would be infinitely stronger and clearer. What is the victory to this war right now? We all know it, we don't want to say it. Because it hurts too much. Because of the avodah of being politically correct. When we go to a family that's sitting shiva, and we talk about nechama, they know and our neshamas know very clearly that the only thing that could console a family like this is veruach elokim merachefet al pnei Did you see Miriam Peretz say goodbye to another son this morning that went out to Miluim? With all the chizuk she's given and as strong as that tzadeket, Gibora, who alavai, should become the Reb, the Rav, whatever, the Rav Rashi of the country, or I don't know what. You think, you think that all the things that are done, Leilui Nishmat, her precious tzadikim, fill in the Nechama? Mapitam. It can't. It's veruach elokim merachefet al But again, the concept of Mashiach's going to fall down from the sky or come on a magic carpet from somewhere, all these things that gave us hope while we were in Auschwitz, helpless, that's not what we need right now. We need to be clear why we chose to live here and what it is we're doing here and what kind of, me- what kind of real message we're going to give to our children and don't think that without begging Hashem for help to say the words that we have a chance of conveying it to our children, because we don't. Chizuk means becoming strong, healthy people again. The greatest thing that a Jew can do in this world is a Kiddush Hashem. That's the greatest thing in the world that we could do. So of course, Amidst all the stuff that we're seeing today, Kamuvan, people need those like little videos of seeing, look at that holy thing, and look at that holy thing, look at that holy thing. We know we already have that, those things. Anyone that was here when the three boys were kidnapped knows clearly we're made out of that stuff. We're made out of that fabric.
my 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 guts tell me that this is what the way I'm speaking now is what I want to say in two months from now when it'll be a quiet two weeks or something. But then people will say, "Why, Rav Shlomo? Why are you trying? We're finally getting strong again. Why? Why are you? You know? Why? Why do you want to bring these things up?" However, like Tom said, what we experienced yesterday is something that was in the works for years and it finally just popped. It popped. A chayal that's on the front line has to have a clear target. You have to be very, very clear as to what they're aiming towards. We have to be very clear what we're davening for. It's got to be something that's much clearer than it is. What does it mean to be a Kiddush Hashem? To be a Kiddush Hashem means it's that it's very clear to you where you're heading. It's clear to you calling out what B'choshech HaPnei Tehom means. Reb Shlomo Kralbach used to say, he was once asked in the Yom Kippur War, I think, or the Lebanese War, what's the difference between an Israeli soldier and a Muslim soldier? And he said that the difference is, is that, and we see this so clearly, the people are so scared to look at the Choshech in the face because they're scared that they're going to become the Choshech. But, it's impossible. We're, we're not capable of becoming the Choshech. It's the way Hashem created us. It's not because we're... It's Hashem decided we're different, not us. So we, we don't want to look at the Choshech of because it scares us too much. God forbid I should become like that, right? It's impossible. You can't. Shlomo said the difference between, a Muslim, between an, an Arab soldier that's pointing a gun at us and us fighting back and pointing a gun at them is that when they shoot, they're davening and saying God's name, praying that the bullet hits the target. When a Jewish soldier holds a rifle protecting Am Yisrael, as he's pulling the trigger, he's davening that Mashiach should come by the time the bullet has to hit the target. That to me says everything. That's a veruach elokim merachevet There's just one catch here. In order to be a Kiddush Hashem that's ongoing, you got to stay alive. We just laned Eight milchama, eight shalom. In the schus of us waking up and getting strength through clarity in terms of what we're up against, that should be the armor and the protective shield that our precious children, our brothers, some of the husbands, the people on the front lines, it should be the protective shield protecting them. They're on the physical front lines bringing about and when we're davening and when we're doing whatever we can, it's the same exact thing. And to be able to have enough koach to beg Hashem that the Avodah Zarah of this generation should be removed once and for all from amidst the Jewish community. And I believe that once that that Pesel is removed, the path towards understanding and wanting such a life of a Ruach Elohim 
מרחפת על פני המים, בעזרת השם יתברך, will be something that each person feels so, so connected to, so at one with. To not be, can you imagine if no one here would be confused that Chas Vashom, they could become their biggest fear? And we have to remind ourselves to get chizuk from this. We could never, ever, ever become that. We could never become them. Only because of one reason. Because Hashem said so. That's it. Because Hashem said so. Yachadim Zot, having said all this deep talk, I want to encourage everyone that may have this tefillah, like we just said right now, in their hearts and in their souls, but in their minds, they're not quite sure yet as to how to put these pieces together. Our Hevra is blessed with a tremendous network of professionals that have been reaching out all last night and all day today to offer their services and help in any, any way, shape, or form that they can for anyone that needs. Please reach out to any of the VAD members, anyone that needs any help in that department, Bizrat Hashem. They're there waiting for you. But to please remember that anything short of cute nechamas is not enough for the nishmas klal Yisrael. It's not enough. And I have to stress this point again, and again, and again, and again. Wadav Minchan a second. One of the ways that Daven HaMelech describes the tachlis of the world in the end of days is a pasuk that you all know from Tehillim. Shiru Lashem Shir Chadash, Shiru Lashem Kol Haaretz. And he continues and we say, Sapru Bagoim Kvodo, Bechol Haamim Nifla Asav. Ki Godol Hashem Amuhulal Meod, Norahu Al Kol Elokim. Havu Lashem Kavod Vaaz. As we cry our own pain and families' pains that are here, there was a word that was on the lips, on our lips the last few weeks. There was a statement that we kept on saying. Remember that statement? It said, Uvachain tain kavod Hashem lamecha. As we've learned so many times how Rabbi Nachman Tzchisayinu teaches us, uh, the, most, the most powerful word that a Jew could probably say is Aye, Aye mekom kevada. The covet of Hashem, of the Ruach Elokim, merachefet al pnei amayim, is the Ruach Rucho Shel Melech Hamashiach. That's the greatest covet in the world. But as long, as as long as our, as long as our concepts. are just trying to give us a little bit of breathing room after momentary moments of quiet. It's just another big hizdamnut for the choshech ha'pnei tahom to come again and whack at us. But the whole world is waiting for Yidin to say, Ah, yes, man. 
we should find in, in, within us the Azaz Dikdusha, as painful and as impossible as it is to daven these days, to daven not just for the victory and the safety of all of our children, but for the complete wiping out of these oivim. And I hope to say it very clearly, and I'm not going to regret anything I'm going to say right now, because you've heard me say it many times. Anyone that speaks about what Am Yisrael needs to do right now should just recognize what that means. It doesn't mean removing 400 people from the face of this earth. But again, you and I didn't create that mitzvah of the choshech al pnei tehom. That's the bria. That's the way the world was created. We should wipe out all of these murderers, Yemach Shemam, and all of them, because we love the world, and because we love Hashem, and because we actually want to wake up from the Avodah Zarah that we've all been stuck in for so many years, the Avodah Zarah of being politically correct.